Welcome to Cat Chat, the pet talk podcast devoted to the physical and emotional well-being of cats and their people. I'm Tracy Hotchner, the author of The Cat Bible, Everything Your Cat Expects You to Know. My mission is to entertain, educate, and inspire cat lovers like you to give kitty cats the best possible life in nutrition, affection, and environmental enrichment. This show is brought to you by Dr. Elsie's, where they speak for cats, which is what this program is all about. My co-host is the feline expert, Dr. Michael Maria Delgado, along with other cat authors and experts. The show is made possible with the generous support of Dr. Elsie's, a company privately owned by Dr. Bruce Elsie, a feline-only veterinarian whose mission has been to personally formulate a wide variety of litters for all types of cats so they keep using their litter box, which keeps them in their loving homes. Dr. Elsie also created his own cat food called Clean Protein, wet and dry foods that are specifically appropriate for a cat's nutrition needs because they're based on the protein a cat eats naturally. Clean Protein is the first dry cat food I personally can recommend because it is based on the protein found in a cat's natural prey. Please show your appreciation that Dr. Elsie's underwrites this show by choosing their products whenever you can. My extremely dear friend, Dr. Elizabeth Hodgkins, who is one of the really great minds, I believe, in the country about cats and cat welfare, whether it's nutrition or medications, or not medications, or the wrong nutrition, she now lives in a very cold place. And I want her to share with all of us what happens when you have your two gorgeous indoor Asa cats that you have bred over the years and are no longer breeding, and then you have two patio cats, or porch cats, who have no intention of coming inside, but Elizabeth has kept them as best she can, safe and sound. Elizabeth, I guess climate change has made maybe the winters colder or maybe not. But where you live, you woke up and it was minus 13, I believe you said? Yeah, last Saturday morning at 7 o'clock in the morning. Now, it had gotten down colder uh, in in the midnight hour, but it was minus 13. Wow. And that's unprecedented. We don't get like that. When we get down into single digits above zero, you know, we all feel pretty abused here. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> which you are know, you, it's, it, fine, it's fine for you to say which town and state because no one's going to come stalk you other than they want your advice, maybe. <laughs> I don't worry about it at all. We're in Post Falls, Idaho, which is very near a town that a lot of people have heard of, which is Coeur d'Alene because it's a resort town and oh, nice. and a number of celebrities have cabins on Lake Coeur d'Alene. Oh, so cool. it's a, it's actually a beautiful, we're about 80 miles south of the Canadian border in the panhandle of Idaho. And even though you might think, oh Lord, that's got to be like Minnesota you right, know, or North right. Dakota, it's not, or Buffalo, <laughs> but it's not. We, we right here in this northern part of Idaho, we don't get it that cold, but yeah, it gets to single digits in the middle of the winter. It, it does. And we get our fair share of snow, um, although we've had very little snow this year, but we have had cold temperatures. And these two porch cats that uh, you and I were talking about a minute ago are cats who do not want to come inside. They would be welcomed inside, um, but they don't want to. But they, the memo went out that there's food here, and <laughs> two of them decided they were going to stroll by. And so we've been feeding them for a couple of years now. Twice a day they get fed, and they have water, and we try to keep it you know, from getting frozen if we possibly can. And a heating pad, just an open pad nice. that is on the porch where they can sort of 
relax a little bit before or after their meal. Do they do that, well, by the way? Might, do they hang out on the hot pad? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, definitely. They finish the meal, uh, and they will, or they're there sleeping before we get up uh, and notice they're there and bring the food out. Uh, and, of course, they're not eating commercial dry food. Thank you. You know that. Um, Thank you. Oh, no kitty gosh, crack, no. even for the ferals. No, right. No. Oh, my God. I have told people who, who take kitty crack out to feral colonies, please stop feeding the ferals that. You are doing them way more harm than good. Let them go catch mice and whatever. Please don't do that to them because then they have no vet care when they get sick and and get diabetes and blocked. But I digress. Um, (laughs) But we will get back to this because (laughs) we always talk about the urinary tract blockage and the diabetes caused by dry food, all dry food, any dry food. It is Kitty Crack. Dr. Elizabeth and I are going to go to our graves, not early graves because we're now so old. We can't go to an early grave anymore telling you this. Thank goodness. Yes, but let's go back to the porch kitties because what you did next, I think, is fascinating. And I I don't know the punchline of, of whether they took to your new accommodations that you created for them. Well, it surprised me. Um, And I won't jump ahead, but I consider myself somebody who understands cat behavior pretty well, not because I have been trained in behavior. Most behaviorists see dogs, not cats. So even the uh, certified, board certified behaviorists don't know that much about cats. I'm sorry if I've just insulted any of you. That's true. I agree. But it is true. And they admit it. Okay. So I know a bit about cats because I've just been around hundreds and hundreds. And I, I was happy and pleased when both of these, uh, guys, and they're both guys, uh, would would go to the map. That was good. It made sense. The, the food was there, so why wouldn't they creep up on there and trust long enough to eat their meals? But when it's minus 13 and you see frost on the hair of these cats as oh they're laying God. on this mat, their bellies might be warm, but their backs are not. And I just got so guilty, I ordered a, a little house, a little oh. insulated house that has a heating pad and a soft microfiber uh, coat or topper on the pad, and it's insulated on the inside and top, and it's enclosed on all four, and it's got just a very small opening. And it occurred to me, since these cats run the second they hear the lock on our door opening, meaning a human being is coming, I pretty much assumed what I know about semi-feral cats is that they were not going to want to go inside this house. because That's what I would have guessed. It would, yes. You know, if you think about a cat that is both a predator and a prey animal, wanting to be kind of enclosed uh, when they're being vigilant and careful not to get trapped. But I, I made the expenditure anyway. My husband was completely supportive. He, want, he nice. felt bad for the cats, too. We put it out there, built it, put it out there, and I said, I have no idea how long this is going to take. And as a matter of fact, a year from now, next winter, when they still haven't used it, you just never know. We may go, all right, this was a really good, generous idea on our part, but it ain't going to work. Well, it took the tuxedo cat, the black and white tuxedo cat, about five minutes no way. to go into this house. Yeah. Is that right? Rick, Rick told me. And, he, and the only way Rick knew is that he'd gone in there after we'd placed it out there and plugged it in. But, but he clicked the door to go out on the porch and the cat just jetted out of there and no he says, oh my gosh tux was in there and i said no way i just put it out yep tux was in there and he has been in there 
about 15 hours a day now for the last several days. Oh, my God. And it's just so cool. Oh, my (laughs) God. This is such a touching story because (laughs) I would have thought, as you did, for the reason that we say no covered litter boxes, that a cat doesn't yeah. cannot deal with being trapped. Because if you're right. if you only have one in, ingress and egress, it puts yeah. you at risk because somebody, right. not a human so much, but you know a coyote, a fox, a dog, whoever could fight you, even or another, another cat. cat. Right. Right. Yeah. And he went in and he right. spends fifteen hours a day in there in there now the last two days he's just been in there the whole time except he leaves periodically i assume to go do his business in the outdoors or maybe to stretch his legs but he's loving it i'll be darned minus 13 makes even a cat willing to take chances right well i love that and i and i want to really inspire people to think about this a lot of people don't take care of a whole colony they might take care of just one or two feral cats that they put food out for, please, if you are in any way able, whether it's the heat of summer or the cold of winter, to feed them wet food, please, really, honestly. Kitty crack isn't good for anybody, even if they're free-spirited, free-living cats. It's hard to find mice in the winter, granted, but on the other (laughs) hand, it's still better than kitty crack, you know, digging in the snow if you you have to. But I'm wondering about the size of it. Is Tux the tuxedo? as you call him, is mm-hmm. he buddies with the other guy who also gets meals, Shay Hodgkins? It's funny. They have detente. Uh, about three years ago, they both had a big, you know, they were both on the porch at the same time, which um, Boris, the other cat, is is older, you can tell. Uh, he's been in a few scrapes as a as a intact male. And he kind of told Tux in no uncertain terms, this is my porch, get away. And it was, you know, it was a screaming match. Cats never fight to the death. Almost never. Small cats don't. Um, and Tux disappeared for about six months, didn't come back. Oh, my god. But goodness. then he did, and he's kind of figured out ways around meeting up with Boris. It's, uh, cats are so smart. People have, some people at least, have no idea how smart they are. But Tux figured out, this is Boris's schedule. I can get in there and take advantage of the situation. Now, I don't know what's going to happen if Tux is sitting in his little house oh my God. and Boris comes up to eat. I, I have no idea. We'll, we'll see how that goes. But uh, Do you still have the heated pad cat. for the water and the wet food beside the heated oh, yeah. house? Well, let oh, me yeah, ask, yeah. You, we always, yeah. ask you something else. You said intact male. Do you actually have two intact males who you... that you are keeping thriving and who could be impregnating God knows how many females? Well, neither of them are spraying our porch, okay? So they are both males, undoubtedly, just from their facial features and just just the general look of them. You know, you you know a Tom when you see one. Sure. But they don't spray. And so I'm wondering if at some point they were part of a trap and release program. I'm just assuming that. Um, well, they would have to have spraying. an ear tip, Elizabeth. You know that. Their, their ear would be tipped if they had been neutered. And it's very hard to tell because their hair is very shaggy and oh, long. interesting. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm not sure about that, and I'm not sure that would be the case up here in Idaho if they oh, had been I trapped and, and neutered and released. But I do know they don't have all the behavioral characteristics of males, and I never hear howling going on. 
they're they're the only two free roaming cats in our neighborhood. People really? are pretty good about keeping their cats. In. Yeah, it's it's amazing. You wouldn't think Idaho would be like that, but we have a whole lot of Southern California people up here. And <laughs> I funny. think they brought they brought their their animal uh, sensibilities and sensitivities nice. with them. And well so done. we do not have we don't have roaming dogs and we don't have roaming cats, even though we don't have coyotes. So they don't keep them in because they're afraid they're going to get eaten like by coyotes, which was my issue in SoCal, of course. That's right. But uh, yeah, these these two, and maybe the memo only had to go to two. That is so funny. <laughs> these these two show up for food every single day, and we're really glad. Well, this is a really another very interesting point for people that just because a male would fight and appear to be a male, meaning he got neutered later so that his physical characteristics developed like a stally, a horse who's not gelded young develops right. incredible musculature and a very arched neck and a much more right. blocky head, no matter what breed of horse he might be. Same with cats. Right. And that's a really interesting point. They were intact at some point, but there's a good chance because, as you point out, they're not spraying, which an intact male no. kind of needs to do as part of his mandate is I spray right. to prove I am. Right. Well, I think this story exactly. of this house is great. Can you say how you chose the house and what brand you chose? Because I think that would be helpful to people if they go on Chewy or Amazon or even to their local pet store, which may not have heated outdoor houses. It's There's too many things to choose from. And knowing you, you did your research. So how did you choose? I, I did. Hold on a second. I'm pulling up. I did get it on Amazon. Okay. And uh, I, I love Amazon because the returns are no question. They're so asked, kind. And, uh, you know, the shipping is quick. And, I mean, they're not perfect, but they're as close as anything. I yet. agree. And Chewy's good. I mean, Chewy's good. I've ordered things from Chewy. I ordered treats, you know, protein treats, the all chicken and all salmon from, from Chewy. So I'm I'm fine with them as a retailer, but gosh darn it, Amazon's got it so figured out. And I'm looking here. Um, yeah, it's large enough actually. If they were friends, they could both share it. Oh, it's that would be enough. so it's for cool. multiple cats. Oh gosh, the day I see them together is going to be nirvana for me. That's going to be something. But it's the Toozy T O O Z E Y large outdoor heated cat house. Weatherproof outdoor cat house for winter with pet heating pads, safe feral outside nice. pet house, suitable for several cats or dogs. So Toozy, T-O-O-Z-E-Y. And um, it's the larger size, not because either of these cats are particularly big, but I You were just feeling them. extra generous. Well, if you think about it, I, I think having a smaller uh, area that's enclosed would have been an even bigger deterrent for them you know if it's really small boy that's really scary for cats although right. we all it's, know about the cats folding themselves into a box that's not right. nearly big enough for them but that's indoors and that and yes exactly where there where there is yes. they don't feel as threatened or not as frequently Correct. threatened i think it's Correct. fantastic that you did it i will say that i once got a dog bed that was heated because my dog jazzy at the time insisted on sleeping outdoors on the porch I yeah. don't know if it was the herding, guarding part of her. She was kind of a collie mix, but there was yeah. no way she wanted to come in. And back in the day, I had Yogi Bear, the Rottweiler, who had been thrown away by the side of the road when he was a little guy, uh, and he adored uh, the ice cold. He would just lie down in it because he has such thick fur. I didn't know about amazing. the bed then. So the bed comes. At that time, Smart Pack had a canine division, 
and I ordered it from SmartPak, and it came. And I got, and I was working with them to develop a new kind of dog food at the time, and then they stopped having a dog department. And I called up my friend there, and I said, I hate to tell you this, but this dog bed you're selling, it's broken. I mean, it's, I plug it in, it's not warm. And he told me something fascinating in case this occurs to anybody else with or without a cat or a doghouse. It was activated by pressure and weight. Right. Is that the same thing? It's not warm all the time. Like your car seat, it's only warm when the creature lies down on it. Exactly. Um, That, you know, is a a safety mechanism to keep uh, the area from overheating in the case of an, an enclosed house like this. And to keep the animal from overheating because it's on all the time. Unlike heating pads we might have right. uh, on a chair or in our beds that turn off automatically. Well, these don't ever turn off, but they are activated by a pet actually being on it. And it's not screaming hot like some, some it just It's uh, just a little toasty. Yeah. yeah. Well, all it's I can very say comfortable. is you, are, you, you have a heart as big as Idaho because – You've had so many fancy indoor cats, and you had your own feline-only vet clinic for such a long time, and that you have this kind of generosity towards, well, vagabonds, if you want to call them that, you know, <laughs> guys who just, they, they're just footloose and fancy-free. I think it's wonderful, and I know a lot of you listening are the same way. You show the same love yep. and affection and financial and time generosity to cats who don't know your name, and if they have a name, you're the only person on earth who gave them the name. So thank you, Dr. Elizabeth, (laughs) and to everybody else taking care of their kitties in the winter, there are solutions. Of course, you can do the the kind of rough and ready, a kind of box of some kind on its side, and you put in straw and maybe some kind of a polar fleece blanket over it. But I just like the idea of the toastiness is so kind, especially when you get into the zero digits. Thank you so much, Elizabeth, for for everything you've done for cats your whole life and continue to do. Thanks so much for listening. I also want to thank Wonderside, founded by a woman entrepreneur who discovered effective natural ways to repel fleas, ticks, and other pests on her pets and around her home instead of putting toxic chemicals in or on them. Wonderside makes plant-powered products to keep parasites at bay without the harsh chemicals that can be harmful to your cats, your property, and the planet. This show is also supported by the privately developed Magic Fabric Pet Throws that trap hair, dirt, and moisture when cats get up on the furniture bed or your lap. Magic Fabric Pet Throws invite kitty cuddle time without sacrificing your clothes or furniture. A final pause up to Dr. Elsie's again for all the fine products they make and their unwavering support of my mission to make life better for each and every kitty cat and their people.